hitting record. Here we go. Welcome to another episode of Mama to Mamas. Today, I'm so excited to have my sister on the pod. Welcome, Ames. Thank you. I think we should set the scene for everyone. Okay, we are sitting on my closet floor. Best acoustics in the house, I'm realizing. Um, it's about eight feet by eight feet. We have a glass of wine. Rosé. Rosé. We have the white noise machines going. This was the other, you know, this is another room, so we feel like it's not going to cloud the sound. We have our baby monitor. This is real. This is like the trenches of new mom life right here. The things we'll do to make sure our child does not wake up. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, so I'll give you a little setup for Amy and then we'll dive into what I think is going to be a very special heart to heart not only because we're sisters but because we are in the thick of a new mom life okay so Amy is my younger sister and I guarantee by the time you finish listening to this episode you will question whether I am actually the younger (laughs) one because Amy is so full of wisdom has always been much more level-headed than I have. She is incredibly smart. She spends her days helping others as a physician's assistant, and she's the one that all of us in the family go to for advice, especially medical advice. Mm -hmm. And all I know is I really would not have gotten through this new mom chapter and gone through this experience without Amy. She's my go-to, my ride or die, my three in the morning text buddy. (laughs) Um, And so it's just been really comforting to go through all of our first together. Yes. Uh, We became a mom one week apart. So she was one week ahead of me, has the cutest baby girl, Isla Rose. Um, And a lot of people ask us if we planned this. And I wish we could say we were that cool and savvy, Mm -hmm. but we did not plan it. It magically happened. um, And Isla was born. We even had our babies. We were two weeks apart, I think. Uh Yeah. And Uh then we delivered 38 weeks in one day and 38 weeks in two days. Like at this, it's both delivered early. Yes, both early. So, anyways, it's just crazy how the stars aligned. So sometimes I honestly forget like those details um, and just how crazy it all is, but it's most certainly a blessing. So, anyways, that is aims for you. Um, And I think uh, the questions we're going to dive in today, obviously, you know, Amy and I are sisters. We're extremely close. And I know a lot of this, but I think it's actually going to be fun to dive into some of these topics a little bit more. Um, We are in the trenches of new momhood. Like I said, we're fresh on the new mom train. Um, And we're finally starting to come out of the fog a little bit, I think. I think we've definitely turned a corner. Yeah. Yeah. It was was a rough go for a little while, but (laughs) obviously both of our little ones are around six months. Um, So hopefully somewhere someone out there a new mom a soon-to-be mom will hear this conversation and find a little bit of comfort in all of this first that um, we'll discuss so without further ado first topic we're going to dive into and i think you know because we got pregnant literally the same week i'll never forget the time i called the day i called you coming home from san diego i peed on the stick you you called me the sunday before and gave me the news uh-huh. Um, you were in San Diego with your friends. Like, yes, yes. Like having wine. Yes, girls like, weekend. Has the period come yeah. yet? <laughs> yes, yes. What are you doing? Yes. You were too scared to do it until you had too already scared. left. Yes, <laughs> I was like, I'm just going to go home and do it there. Yes. I can't do this without Pat. But you thought you had gotten it yes. the night before you left. Yes. And you were so upset, as we all are so when we get upset. our periods, when we're trying to get it's pregnant. It's the worst feeling. Yes. Yeah. It all worked out. out, um, And I remember that moment like so vividly. So I guess what I want to start out with, you know, because I think we both thought like getting pregnant 
at least I did, was going to be easy. Oh, it'll just, you know, a month or two, you know, it'll just happen. So what would you tell someone? Obviously, that wasn't the journey for either of us. What would you tell someone right now who wants to get pregnant, but it's just taking them longer than you want it to? It's something we have no control over. Right. Well, I actually always thought it was going to be hard to get pregnant. I always had this intuition that it wasn't going to come easy. And I think part of that was because I was on birth control for a long time and I went off of it once in college and I never got my period. And so I thought, I assumed that was going to happen again and it did. I think it took like seven months. Um, and then it wasn't normal. It was like, you know, 60 days here, 20 something days here. It was very abnormal. So I always knew I like, I was prepared for that to happen. Um, and then, yeah, we, after a year of trying, I went and saw a reproductive endocrinologist and we just started the whole process. Yeah. And there's a lot of things you have to do before you can start um, trying to conceive with science. Yep. Um, lots of tests that you have to undergo. Paul had to go undergo tests. Yep. Um, so, like, I think I got referred in November. And then by the time I was pregnant, it was like, end of February, which actually really isn't that long. Um, a year and three months. Well, it was three months from like working with yeah. the endocrinologist, yeah. reproductive endocrinologist. But yeah, I think I had been trying for, I had been off of birth control for like a year and a half. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, so I guess, um, there's so much pressure that you put on yourself yeah. when you're trying to get pregnant and you you feel like you can control it. Mm-hmm. Um, like you pee on the LH strips oh, and yeah. you look for that yep. LH surge to see oh, if yeah. you're ovulating. Yep. I'm not really ever sure I got a true LH positive yeah. strip until I went underwent fertility treatment. Yeah. Um, so I think maybe advice would be try not to obsess over it, even mm-hmm. though we're all going to do that. Yeah. Take my temperature every single morning before yeah. I got out of bed. Um, and oh my then, god, that's right. The basal body yeah, temperature. temperature. I forgot about that. Yeah. I started doing that because of you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have still have it all saved. I have Me an app too. that I took a picture of the LH strips and those are still in my phone. Oh my god. I'm not sure why. I have like a whole album <laughs> dedicated to that. Um, and then go seek help if yeah. like you're not getting that's pregnant good because I, and it's kind of annoying because they're like, oh, have you been trying for a year yet? Um, yeah. And honestly, you can just lie and say you have been. I remember that. I yeah. had to, because that was. I had been, but yeah. you can you can say you've been trying for a year. Um, I but think, that's if you're under 35, Yeah, it's right? six yeah. months if yeah. you're over. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I ended up having, they diagnosed me with PCOS. Yeah. Um, which just means I have like a lot of little eggs in my ovaries. Yeah. Um, and, um, I don't ovulate every month pretty mm-hmm. much. So yeah. I needed help ovulating and we did IUI, which is yeah. intrauterine insemination where they take pulse sperm and I take a bunch of medications to make one egg grow nice and big. Well, hopefully one egg, um, there are chances of yeah. having twins in multiples. Um, and the first time it didn't work. Um, that's right. I didn't make one egg that got bigger. Um, and I kept having to go in for more ultrasounds. And yeah. so that time it didn't work. And then the second time we upped my medication, then you have to, you know, you have to give the shot to make yourself release yep. the egg. Yeah. And then they oh my God, it's you. all coming yeah. back. Yeah. Oh man. I, when I was going through it, I was like, I need to switch my profession to being in reproductive endocrinology totally. because it was so fun. And it's like, it's very methodical and you follow all these little approaches yeah. and, I didn't follow what was supposed to happen, um, but that's what makes medicine cool because yeah. you just tweak a few things here and it ended up working. Yeah. 
so yeah, it was the second time that we got It was second, pregnant, that's right. Which I feel so lucky because I have, I know so many people that did it like six times right. and they still didn't get pregnant um, and then they moved on to IVF. So yeah, seek help. Um, Good advice. I know so many people now that have gotten pregnant that way. Yeah. Um, and I'm so thankful that that is an option for people to yeah. start a family. It's just so crazy to me how like out of control getting pregnant is like you can do every single thing yeah. right oh yeah like you can time it right you pee on the sticks it's the you do it down to the hour yeah. but I think isn't it like 20 20 percent yeah yeah which even when everything is right yeah it's crazy it's so crazy yeah. I think that I think that there's such a I obviously got pregnant I was over 35 and I think I remember you telling me just tell them you've been trying for long like yeah. for longer and I think I had actually been trying for six months when I made the appointment with the reproductive uh, fertility center. I can't remember what it was now. And, and I thankfully was able to cancel the appointment. Yes. Like I, I had, I I, it was like, that, yeah, yeah, it was like on the day I emailed, yeah. was like, okay, I have a positive test. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I think what I like looking back in hindsight of like my life in my thirties, this is kind of maybe like an out there, um, like idea, but it, there is to be there seems to be such a stigma around freezing your eggs but honestly I think that if I could I didn't know that getting pregnant is so hard I think like and I didn't know when I was going to meet not my now husband Pat right. I would probably have frozen my eggs okay. because and I don't know if before I don't think I would have said that until I actually tried to right. get pregnant yeah. and realized that like it is hard it doesn't happen the first time like yeah. like science like your body just starts like producing less as you get older so yeah. Anyways, um, but that's really good advice and patience and yeah, it's so hard to have patience. Yeah. And then I now that I've gone through it and now that we have kids that are now six months, I you realize that like it's once that's over, it's yeah. you're on to the next. You're thing on to the next thing. About. Exactly. Yeah. Versus trying to get pregnant. And that's, that's probably the easiest part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to you're totally part. right. Yeah. <laughs> First, you're obsessing with trying to get pregnant. Yeah. Then you're obsessed with like your pregnancy. Then you're obsessed with like getting the baby delivery. out, delivering yeah. it. And then you're obsessed with everything that happens when yeah. your baby comes. Okay. All right. That's a good segue into actual a quick chat on labor and postpartum. I think me personally, I labor was just beyond my wildest imagination. <laughs> I had no like, of course, you prep like you your Kaiser classes, like you know, yeah. you did all the things. Yeah. Um, I personally was like, just, I'm still in shock with how Libra actually is. So what did you, what did you think? Yeah. Um, I'm not really sure. I always knew that I, I didn't need to, to prove to myself that I could do it without an epidural. Yeah, that's so, so important. My plan so many is women. always, I'm going to get the epidural when I need it. Yeah. Um, so I, I feel like that was really my only birth plan. Yeah. Um, and I feel like I know so many people who had birth plans that just didn't go according no. to at all what they wanted. So I didn't really have one except that. Yeah. Um, and then all the things that the hospital normally does, like skin to skin right away to believe for Yeah. Those are just now standards of care. Right. Um, so yeah, just getting the epidural. Um, yeah, I mean, what I... You push for a long time. My Yeah, okay, so my water broke at 6 a.m., which I didn't know. I thought your water broke and like it all just came out at one time. <laughs> um, you know, like the shows and the movies. Yeah. Um, 
But no, when your water breaks, it's just like a slow trickle. <laughs> and I mean, I was leaking fluid for hours. Um, I went to the hospital with a towel in my underwear. Oh my God, yes. Uh, because it just kept coming. Um, and that towel went into the garbage can. <laughs> Don't worry. Um, and then, yeah, I remember the, the nurse practitioner came in, or the midwife, and she was like, well, like, you know, you can go home and, like, labor there. And I was like, well, I, I don't think I want to go home. Like, you know, it's, like, 25 minutes away. And, like, like how would I know when to come back? So just a like, well, like, you know, you'll, you'll know when you need to come back because you're going to be, like, bent over, like, and you're not going to be able to talk to me. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And then 10 minutes go by and I was there. So, <laughs> thankfully, I was like, no, we're not going home. And uh, let's see. I was like, I think within, like, an hour, I was like, yep, give me the epidural. I already... I mean, waiting for the epidural took, what, 45 minutes maybe? Yeah. And that waiting period. Yeah. I was like, oh, thank God I asked for it already. Yeah. Because that was, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I knew it was going to suck. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, once I got, but when I got the epidural. Yeah. And didn't work right away. They had to, it only worked on one side. Oh, that's right. Yep. Um, I felt bad for the anesthesiologist because I, I work with these people. These are like my coworkers and colleagues. So, right. um, I think she felt really bad, but I was patient and I was like, yep, I can feel everything on that oh, left gosh. side, the ice that you're putting on my leg. I still feel yes. Um, but it was fine. I think I labored in triage for like two hours and, yeah. then, and then it was just peaches and honky dory and I didn't <laughs> feel a thing. <laughs> I had chicken broth. Oh yeah. Um, what else? Yeah. I mean, I, you know, you can't feel anything, so they have to tell you so I, yeah when I was in triage I was at eight centimeters like I got there within like so fast an hour or two and then uh they just kind of like let me sit in the room until like 3 p.m yeah which luckily is right when mom showed up that's right um, which is perfect yeah so then I pushed for four freaking hours the pushing yeah I thought that I was going to be better at that because I feel pushing's like hard in relatively good shape yeah um and I don't like can you practice that like before you go into labor no. pushing no. is the act of, of feeling like you're going to poo yeah and they kept telling me that yeah. and I'm like well I'm you know I'm envisioning that happening yeah. but again I can't feel anything yeah so, yeah that that took me by surprise yeah I also remember when she was telling me how to push you know you you count to 10 yeah and you're supposed she had me hold my breath yeah same okay so and like bear down that's what yeah, literally the what term I was doing is I was breathing out really fast yes for when you seconds. push yeah. and she's like no stop doing that and I'm like I'm you're doing what you're telling me I, yeah. I, I was just so out of sorts I couldn't yeah. figure it out so I felt like I really was not good at the pushing part. Yeah. yeah well I mean it took a while so <laughs> yeah I mean I didn't even know who to deli- there was I didn't even know who delivered me my baby yeah. at the end I had to ask Paul the next day because one I couldn't see because like my yeah. eyes were closed at that point yeah cause, you know you've been pushing for four hours I think I got a I popped yeah I popped a blood vessel in my eye um and then there were so many people also in labor, other women, yeah. um, that they had called in all these backup people. Yeah. And, like there was residents, and I don't even know who ended up um, delivering me. I remember. I will say like one. I remember when all this was happening, and there's something like so exciting when like your blood sister goes into labor. Like yes. you, like you feel yes. like you're there with them and you're just like on the edge of your seat yeah, and you're waiting you, yeah. like I was just like I was I just like clinging to the phone yes. for the updates yes. and oh god and the fact that mom got to be there I know I'm so glad you know I didn't ever plan to have her I there. know and then I was like well she can't go to yours and like yeah you know, like this, I'm her daughter yeah like, I'm sure she really wants to be there so yeah I'm really glad she was there it was so helpful to have people like yeah 
egg you want to push. Totally. You need the motivation. Yeah, because if you're pushing and like everyone's quiet, yeah. you're like, well, am I doing it right? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, the mirror also was, did you have a I mirror? I didn't do the mirror. I did the no. mirror because I was pushing for so long. I was like, I need to see something to make yeah. sure like I know that what I'm doing yeah. is working. And I felt like that really helped. Yeah. I think, I think like two takeaways are you really don't have a lot of control. You can plan, plan, plan. Yep. But your body is just going to do what your body's going to yep. do. And everybody's birth experience is, di- is different. Totally different. Yeah. yeah. So. And the, the nurses that you're with, like, make a big difference, too. Yeah. Um, yes. That's so true. Yeah. They can make or break your they experience. They can totally make or break it, yeah. Yeah. And I went through, like, two, two shifts. Totally. Pushing. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it was. I liked them all. They were all really great. I probably wouldn't change anything about it. I actually um, thought I was going to be in labor longer. Yeah. Not pushing. Totally. Because she was so small. Yeah. Was just, she was sunny side up. So yeah, yeah, She yeah. was just positioned. Yeah. Harder to get out. Yeah. Um, okay. Last thing on like birth and delivery and postpartum, like that, that, or like that, like initial week, there's so much like there's the peri bottle. There's that yeah. dress thing that you wore for like months. Okay, there's the like, really yeah. <laughs> I literally bought another one on Amazon. <laughs> okay. There's the underwear. Yeah, like that yeah. weird white spray, the the um, yeah. the like uh, the pads that you put in uh-huh. the what it was the witch hazel pads. Yeah, those are all very helpful. All very helpful. Yeah. Okay, so there, I feel like there was so many like um, accessories and yeah. things about postpartum recovery. Like I was like, so fearful of tearing, you know, mm-hmm. like and you know didn't know like what the recovery was like. Like so, I guess for you, what like what were you surprised about with like the things that your body had to yeah. go through and recover from. And, um, like, did you, did you know going into it? Did you know? I mean, obviously yeah. you're in the medical field. So yeah, but I don't deliver babies. Yeah. So, um, let's see. I felt like this was pregnancy and delivery and like that week, po- two weeks postpartum. I actually felt well, well prepared yeah. for Cause I have a bunch of friends who have babies yeah. and I, made sure I asked and yeah. they were all I feel like you very, had the box like from yes, Nadia where yes, you had Nadia, you had all the things yeah. gave me this great postpartum box yeah. um and so I was yes I was prepared for all of that yeah. um, and I, I feel like I had a very smooth easy postpartum recovery physically for me yeah like I never even had a postpartum visit with the yeah, doctor that's right oh my god visit. yeah I had like three and yeah. luckily I didn't need one yeah um, so yes what about you well I mean I was just like I didn't realize I was going to be like shooting water there for weeks. Oh, right, right, right. Weeks. Yep, the peri bottle. The peri bottle. Yeah, definitely a must have. Yeah, a yeah. must have is the peri bottle. Did the hospital give you one? Uh, yes. They gave me like it was more of like a squirt bottle. It was a squirt but it bottle. Still worked. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and just like the amount of bleeding yeah. for like, and then pelvic floor. I know we both went for oh, like yeah, weeks. Floor, we man. would like. Yeah. I feel like I'm still on that. Yeah, the pelvic yeah. floor was something like I I knew in theory like oh yeah you got to yeah, work you on your pelvic floor yeah. floor after it but then like after experiencing it I'm like oh yeah something's not right down there. Yeah. Um. Okay, we're gonna switch topics to um something that of course I'm gonna talk about on every single podcast that we do um at Mama to Mamas because as you know him it's been the biggest thing for me since becoming a mom was breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. So I'm just so fascinated and I think we'll be endlessly fascinated with the like highs and lows and like love hate of breastfeeding. Yes. Um, just exactly the, what it is. It is. It is. Cause it's something that you're, you feel so lucky and grateful that you can do, but then it doesn't always go according to plan and that can like cause you to feel all the things. So 
Okay, I remember um, you sent me a Snapchat like way like and you know and I don't even think Maddox was here yet. It was like that first week, and yes, we still Snapchat. Yeah. <laughs> like you and my husband. Yeah. <laughs> and I still remember it was like the the photo was the nursery your nursery and it was like you had all these blankets on the floor oh. and like and you're like it's been a morning <laughs> and like and I'm thinking back to the things that like I remember this. yeah I had no idea about breastfeeding like you know uh hand expressing milk into a plastic cup suctioning it up and yes. putting it in Maddox's yes. mouth and when I couldn't get a latch and like because he was hungry you know oh, and I remember you with the spoon and I like the spoon. yeah so Okay, so let's just talk about, like, those early days of breastfeeding. And, like, I just, going into it, had no idea how it really was, like, on the ground level like that. So tell us what it was like for you. Okay, so I feel like the one thing that everyone, all the lactation consultants and everything you read is breastfeeding is not supposed to hurt. Okay, it hurts like a, yeah, it hurts like really bad. Yeah. Um, And it's temporary. But, yeah, it hurts. It's, like, it feels like somebody's, like, razor blading your nipples. Yeah. while sucking yeah so yeah um it's, it's the layer of skin peels yeah. yeah oh yeah and you have you have to put the nipple cream on yeah. I think I put lanolin cream on it oh yeah um let's see the getting the latch was really hard for us yeah and I, I honestly think it is for a lot of people like did you know people. about latching before you had Isla oh no 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 okay. not at all me either yeah. okay I went into to I feel like I went into pregnancy and having a baby like with kind of a laissez-faire attitude yeah um, like I researched more on when we got our dog Sunny than I did with having a baby. Um, you know, so I just true. let all my friends tell me about their experiences. So I felt prepared for like delivering and that postpartum, but like everything that came after that, I did not do any research on. I was very ill prepared. Yeah, um, same. So yeah, I didn't know that latching was going to be hard. Um, and I remember like I'd be sitting in the chair for twenty minutes trying to get her yeah. to latch, and Paul kept checking in and be like, and I'd be like, oh, we finally got it. <laughs> the best feeling ever like when they get it and yeah. they start eating and you yeah. hear them it's like the best yeah you feeling. hear them swallow yeah. oh my god you're, yeah, yeah it is the best um, feeling and then and then you know then within like two weeks everything just kind of normalizes yeah I think I had two lactation talks on the phone just to like ask little questions and they gave me little tips that always ended up helping yeah I didn't even know what a latch was yeah. before right. I mean breastfeeding right. um I feel like, I mean, I always tell you this, but, like, I feel like, from my side, breastfeeding seemed to come more naturally for you. Like, yeah. even your positions and the way that you would hold yes. Isla, and it was yes. just so, you know, I, I think that, like, going into breastfeeding, there's, like, so much, I feel like people think, oh, it, I mean, it's just, it's natural. It's, like, the mo- like just the mother's way. Like, that's what you do. You feed your baby. But there's just so much about it, I think, that, like, doesn't get talked about how like hard it can be and how frustrating those moments of like when you can't get the latch how you can panic a little bit or like you have to like a nipple shield I didn't know what a nipple shield was and you had to teach me what a nipple shield was like thankfully I think Nadia put that in my postpartum box and I ended up using it it was great yeah 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 I think when they don't get the latch it's everything in early momhood is what am I doing wrong? Totally. It's my fault that it's not working. Yes. Why can't, like, what am I doing? So I'm true. my nipple wrong. Like, yes. Why, why doesn't it fit in her mouth? Yes. And it does. You just, yes. We, everybody just needs to practice. She it's, just came into the world. So. That's so true. Yep. Um, uh, one other thing on breastfeeding is I do feel like it is a journey. Every, every month, almost like every milestone they hit, it's like when they're young, it's like, 
or when they first come out, it's like the latching and like getting over the pain and figuring how to do it right with comfort. And then it's like the cluster feeding. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, and like um, attached to your boob for yeah. 24 hours straight. Yeah. Oh my I, God. I need to take a shower. Yes. Yes. That phase. Yes. <laughs> yes. And then it's like they get quicker. And then like for me, I'm like, are you, you can't be done within like seven right. minutes. Yeah. You know, so there's that. Yeah, you really had a struggle with yeah. the, the time. amount of time you're yes. eating, only eating yes. on one side. Totally. And yeah. no matter how many times someone tells me it's not about the clock, I will not right. believe it. Like right. I, I, yeah. I'm just, it's just my thing. Yeah. So, and then you they get older and then you enter the distracted eating right. phase. Which right? we're still in. Yeah, which we're still in. Yeah. And they're like hitting you and they're looking around yeah. and like everything's interesting to them. So I guess like, you know, what have you kind of done to cope with, I mean, there's obviously highs of breastfeeding and there's also like the lows. What do you do to like cope when things aren't going well? Yeah. So I, I just, I get really, I would, I used to get frustrated Yeah. and now I just say it's okay. Mm-hmm. If she doesn't eat off of my boobs, I will pump mm-hmm. and I will give it to her that way. Yeah. Um, and I didn't get the pumping thing down really until I went back to work when she was what, five months. Yeah. Um, so I think I just was like, it's nobody's fault. This is just a normal phase that she's going through. It's developmentally normal. Like most babies go through this. Yeah. And so I just, Paul helped me and was just like, don't get frustrated. Like she's yeah. just a little baby. Like we're all going to figure yeah, it that out. Makes yeah. Cry. yeah. Yeah. She's just a baby. Like she doesn't know any better. Yeah. I'm, I'm, that noise over there is way more exciting, yeah. <laughs> which is a little bit hurtful that my baby's no longer exciting to her, but yeah. It's so true. So I just tell myself, you know what? It's fine. It's, I'm still producing milk for her. I feel yeah. so lucky that I was even able to get to the six-month period. Totally. Especially with this formula shortage that yeah. we're going through. Like, I'm yeah. so grateful that milk is still coming out of yeah. me. And I, I, we are doing everything we can to yeah. make sure that that milk is still coming. The amount of time that we spend, or I spend yeah. one pumping totally. at the sink, washing bottles, oh my God. washing the pump parts. Yeah. Um, it's it's a whole it's a full-time job for it, sure. It is. Feeding yeah. your baby is a full-time a full, job. If you like look back at your Huckleberry app, like oh, yeah. how many hours you spent with the baby to your breast. Totally. crazy. And then add on top of that, like the preparation yeah. and now the pumping and the cleaning yeah. and the, it's so, yeah. it's so true. But it's like this, it, okay, so it's so frustrating when they, they are distracted by everything else, yeah. but like when they are breastfeeding, it's yeah. just this like yes. magical it feeling. Is. It is. And you just feel so connected to them. What is it? Oxytocin's released yeah. and yeah. yeah, or dopamine, whatever. And yeah. it's just such it's like a good makes it worth it. You like, yeah, you like, I will keep continue to slave away to make sure that I can still breastfeed you because yeah. this is such a, such a cool thing that like really nobody else gets to experience with your baby, but you. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. You guys see what I mean about Amy's wisdom? <laughs> oh my God! Not at I'm just, all. Yes, I'm just like <laughs> listening to the advice you give about like it's okay, it's okay yeah, to it's be okay. frustrated. Like she's she's just she's learning. She's, she's a kidding. tiny little thing. Yeah. Oh, um. Okay, I wasn't gonna. I didn't write this down as a question, but pumping. I feel like it was something like as a new mom is was such a world I was so intimidated by. Like I remember, you probably remember this. It was like we first moved here so Maddox had to have been like I don't know uh like two months maybe a month and a half six eight weeks um and he it was the middle of the night and I used to wake him up like because he was so tiny I was instructed by our pediatrician to like feed him every three hours so still on that like hadn't got the clear yet Mm -hmm. to like let him sleep for longer than like maybe five hours and he I don't even think was doing that at the time and I remember was like in the middle of the night, he only ate from one side, and I thought the world was over. Right. I was like, 
Yes. Do I pump from the other side? Like I didn't know yes. how to pump. Like I'd pump like <laughs> maybe one time after a morning feed for like five minutes. The flange size was wrong. Also, you what that like flange sizing? No one tells you about no, flange sizing yeah, until you get it. And you until realize, you get it, this isn't really working. This isn't working. And then like not even the lactation consultants tell no, you. You have to you do your own to, research. You have to follow somebody on Instagram yeah. for them to tell you. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So like now I feel like both you and I are like pumping. Is like. I pump at least three times a day. Oh, yeah. Now more back to work. Like you're pumping like sometimes. I pump while I'm chatting with patients. Yeah. All the time. <laughs> and I will admit it. I did a video visit while pumping yesterday. <laughs> I did. A, I pumped while driving. Yeah. Oh, I pumped while driving to and from work. Every single day. <laughs> so it's like now it all of a sudden it's like second nature. And part of it's really empowering because I'm just like, yeah, I got this. But I feel like, and I don't, I, I mean, I can't remember if you had this or not, but were you intimidated by the pump at oh, first? Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's like the Spectra has so many settings. Yeah. I mean, what I just did was I Googled, yeah. hey, what settings should I put it at to get yes. maximum output? Which yeah. is, you know, I mean, it's designed to do maximum output. But yeah, I just found a little screenshot. I yeah. sent it to you. I remember. Yeah. And I, I saw it saved. Really straight from that since. Me either. I did it the same thing every time. Me. Yeah. Um, so I do that. Yeah. I think one thing we didn't mention about breastfeeding is if you can't breastfeed, yeah. bottle feeding your baby yeah. is still. I yes. still get that oxytocin release for sure. Oh like my god, I me still too. Get the bond. Me too. I sure. love bottle feeding. Yes. I do. It's like yeah. so sweet to watch them like reach and hold right. it, Hands. and they're so content. And yes. like you have a different vantage point of them because right. you're you're not at your boob. You're yeah. like actually watching them eat like in a different look. You know, it's just so. And yeah. it helps too now that they're at the age where they're distracted. Yeah. You know, she can put her head around, and I just move the bottle with her. Head. Totally. Yeah, totally. Can you can like walk around the house. Yeah. 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 Well, actually, you breastfed walking actually, around the house. Actually, walking around the house yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. Next topic we're going to talk about is sleep. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> we don't have to spend too long because we know we could probably talk about this for hours. But we clearly both have a sleep obsession. Um, and um, mine has, mine, yours has drastically improved. Mine is still on its way there. Um, I honestly think that this is something that happens to a lot of new moms that, like, at least I didn't talk about until I became a new mom. Yeah. It's just like, it's so easy to get so obsessed and go down the rabbit hole of sleep. And the first question anyone asks you, I learned as a new parent is how are you sleeping? Yeah. Are you getting any yeah. sleep? Are you getting any sleep? Also, well, did you? Yeah. Yeah. And, and did all, you vocalize it? Right. Like, well, and no. they ask, right. And they <laughs> ask about your, like, is your baby sleeping through the night? It's like, yeah. you know what? No, they're not sleeping through the night yeah. yet. So, uh, Yes, there's a lot to unpack. There's a lot to unpack <laughs> with sleep. Um, but I guess, like, at the very basic level, I know before you had Isla, like, you, like, sleep was going to be important to you. Like, you wanted her to be a good sleeper. You yeah. wanted, like, I was, like, okay with sleep training. Yeah, yeah, okay with sleep training. And so, aside from that, like, what did you even know about baby sleep? I didn't, I knew that they slept a lot. But okay. I didn't know that they didn't sleep a lot consecutively. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, they're, like, sleeping how many out Like, 20 hours of the day when they're first born? Right. 18 hours? So, they're sleeping so much, but it's it's in small little increments because yeah. they're awake for, like, 45 minutes at a time. Right. Um, so, yeah, I guess I didn't realize – I don't think I have anybody that, like – any of my friends told me that like how hard the sleeping was. Mm-hmm. Um, I I knew that you don't get a lot of sleep when you're a parent. Yeah. Uh, but I guess I didn't realize like how how some nights you will actually see every hour on the clock. I oh think yeah. Those nights like, and 
I mean, I, I guess I learned that you function on so little sleep. I didn't know that I could. I Same, feel like yeah. that's one thing that I learned about yeah. being a parent is you really can function. Yeah. Um, you may be cranky, but you can do it. Um, it. And it's also like, even though you know you should go to bed, like... Yeah, it's this weird thing. It's this weird thing where yeah. you still, like, if yeah. your baby goes to bed at 7 or something and they're going to get up in five hours to eat, like, yeah. you could go to bed at 8 or 9 and get, like, a, a, it's... Like, you can't. There's too much to do It's too much point. to you do. Pump, you got yeah. to do the dishes. You got to yeah. prep for the next day. Yeah. You really don't have time to even sit down on the couch. Totally. Um, yeah, the TV doesn't come on at our no. house still. No, <laughs> um, Yeah, so I, I think it's just I didn't realize how how hard it would be. And I'm not sure why I obsessed over it so much. Like, is it... I think it was part of it I think was selfish like yeah. I wanted to sleep right um because I realized that I was like I was not myself mm-hmm. um, even though I was functioning I wasn't like a happy right. person like, right I would go and like cry in my room yeah. in those first early months totally because I was like oh my god I'm so tired I've literally never experienced this feeling before now I know how Paul feels like all the time right <laughs> um but yeah I guess I I think that's probably why it's so because I wanted to sleep yeah. too. Yeah. Um, and like, I know that she, she needs to sleep. Like, she, like I'm not really worried about like her development. And I know that like when you sleep, that's yeah. when your brain processes sure. everything that happened during the day. But I think for me, it was just more like, I don't know. Yeah. I, my friend's babies are sleeping. Why is it mine? Totally. Yeah. It's so hard not to compare yourself. Yeah. And like, you're so happy for your friends that right. they're like, right. it's yeah. so great. But like, you realize like every baby is so different. So different. Yeah. I think, uh, I remember, like, when I was first born and you, like, you even educated me in the week before Maddox got here. <laughs> like, like I didn't know anything about what a wake window was. Like, right. how, and I know, how like. How did we learn? How did we come across them? Like, I, I know taking care of babies yeah. is just through. I guess. Like, I, that's another thing is, like, there's so many sleep experts Way out there. There's There's so many resources. Yeah. It's really easy to get lost in that. But I do feel like. I, I guess going into it, I thought like, oh, my baby will just go to sleep when they're tired and like wake up when they're not tired anymore. Yeah, but, right. but it kind of, it wasn't, at least it didn't flow like that for, yeah. for us. Um, and I do feel like there is some education that I wish I had like done beforehand yeah. to like be a little bit more prepared. You obviously helped me do that because I'm taking care of babies and you know, all of that. But I do think it's interesting, like I, I don't know, like I went into it with zero preparation yes. and then had to learn yeah. even the basics yeah. about it. I I look back at the that first month and you know there was like three or four days where Isla just cried like all day and yeah. I was so we were convinced she had colic. Yeah. Um, and I think she was just tired. Yeah. And we didn't know that she needed to go down for another nap. Yeah. So I wish I had known that early on. Totally. But then the opposite happened where right. I we just I, not Paul, I went into this dark, dark yeah. hole of researching as much as I could yeah. about baby sleep yeah. and it, it backfired. For totally. Sure. Yeah. Totally. I, wish I had not done that. Totally. Well, okay. Yeah. Cause there was taking care of babies. There was pretty little sleep. There's the Facebook groups. There's Reddit. Like yeah. there's just so oh my many. God. 3am Reddit. Totally. <laughs> totally. So Why is it my baby's? Well, I think the other thing that I became so obsessed with sleep is Isla didn't ever sleep anywhere but on us. That's right. Including yeah. the middle of the night. I was yeah. always so against co-sleeping. Yeah. I was like, I'm never going to co-sleep. Yeah. Like, I don't think I judged my friends that did it, but I was like, well, that's just not safe. So yeah. like, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Um, but we didn't have a choice. So right. we just took turns right. sitting in the nursery chair. Yeah. And we would try to stay awake, but we for sure fell asleep. Totally. Sleeping on us. Totally. And then I got really comfortable with it. And yeah. um, 
yep, she would just sleep on our chest yeah. most of the time. She wouldn't be in our bed with us. She would be on our chest. Yeah. If we got her to sleep two hours in the <laughs> yeah. in the bassinet, yeah. like I that was texted a win. mom about it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that was a win. She slept for two hours. Yeah. We didn't yeah. have to hold her. Like, <laughs> totally. That's where we were. Yeah. And that was bad. The snoo helped a lot. Of course. For sure. I of forgot course. about the snoo yeah. already. I know. I forgot. Yeah, yeah. It's how quickly Snoo's you forget. coming day one, baby number two. Yeah. Oh, totally. Sure. Yeah. Totally. I, I think that it definitely helped. Things got better once we yeah. got the snoo. It didn't yeah. solve anything by any means, but things got a lot better. Yeah. And yeah, we got some stretches of two or three hours. <laughs> okay. So now that you're out of that and yeah. you've done, you've done all the research, you've been on all the forums, all the yeah. threads. You've done all the sleep training methods. You've, and you're at this place that you are now with Isla. What is your perspective like on this like baby sleep in general? Yeah. Okay. So I think that some babies are just good sleepers. Okay. <laughs> the parent didn't do anything. Yeah. They're lucky and they have a good sleeper yeah. and that's great. I think it's a lot of it's temperament and yeah. just how the baby is. It's so true. I think you and I, I think Maddox was a pretty good sleeper. Yeah. Um, he's, he always slept pretty good at Decent. nighttime. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think we've both done a good job. We've probably both went too far in trying to train them to sleep. Um, and I don't feel like we had to do a lot of crying at our house. Um, but the, like the, the, the amount of energy that went into research of it was just too much. It sucked away. Like I would be, you know, she'd go to bed and I'd be on my phone looking at things to help me. Totally. Um, which then you're missing out on your connection with your husband. Totally. So totally. Yeah. You told me the other day you were like, um, you were like, I didn't have to nap train. I, um, you know, she's kind of dropping her night feet. Night lean. Yeah. So I feel like. Time. <laughs> yeah. I feel like what you're what you were kind of saying then is just like, your baby's gonna do things when they're ready. Yes. On their own. Time. On their own yeah. time. Paul really helps me understand that. He yeah. Always came back to it. She's just a baby. Like she's just learning. Like, yeah. You can't force her to do that. I'm like, you're right. Totally. You can't force her to do that. Yeah. Like she's yeah. just, she wants to sleep now. She will. Yeah. And you like even still help me. It's oh, like, yeah. we set up the environment. Yeah. We you set up the environment. You can't force them, you to, can't do force them yeah. to do it. You can't control how long it's going to be. No one told me about the 30 minute naps and how in the oh. moment, that can be so infuriating, yeah. and you really have to t- do yourself talk and like talk yourself off the ledge, like we are now. Just like you can set up the environment; they're gonna sleep as long as they want to, yeah. and they need to for now. Yeah. Oh, and once you have it figured out, something else is gonna happen. And totally. Yeah. Totally. Ugh. So, and like right now, I feel like we have pretty good nights, and they're, yeah. they're gonna be rough once the teeth come. Oh yeah. There's like a nine month progression. Yeah. It's just highs and lows. You just yep. know that sleep is not linear. Yeah. And it's just gonna keep changing and some parents are lucky and I feel like the highs and lows is kind of a theme like just having a baby there's lots of highs and there's lots of lows yeah oh and also now that Isla sleeps most of the night yeah I miss her when she yeah (laughs) totally and I like literally just stare at the monitor or we'll just go and we'll we'll look through the pictures that we took yeah exactly it's so sad exactly all you want you to do is all you want is your baby to sleep so that you can sleep and you have your 30 minutes yeah time to feel like you're totally when it finally happens you're like god i really miss her god it's so true it's so true okay last question on sleep and you kind of touched on it a little bit which is like i'm getting this new as soon as they're born okay so now having one and going through this journey how will you approach differently sleep differently with your second um 
I feel like wake windows were super helpful, mm-hmm. um, but I I I will be more loose on them. Yeah. Um, so I'm not. Oh, it's 90 minutes. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what we did. Totally. Um, uh, yeah, so I think just the wake windows, the snoo was super helpful. Okay. I'll, I'll want to do that again. We'll rent it. Um, and I probably won't read anything anymore. Yeah. I mean, now we've gone through it, so we have experience. Yeah, you have the knowledge um, more, yeah. But maybe baby number two will just, like, be a great sleep all night. And I'll be like, what do I do? <laughs> Is she alive? <laughs> or he. he yes. <laughs> what about you? I mean, I think I'll be a bit more comfortable with, like, their sleep habits in general. Like, I'll, I'll feel like I went in with these expectations that didn't get met, and I feel like I'll go in with, like, okay, this is just how they're going to sleep. Yeah. I can't control it. Yeah. Um, okay. Down the expectations, for sure. Yeah. That will help. Totally. Okay, just a few more things, and then we'll end with our three questions. Um, so you recently went back to work mm-hmm. and I feel like part of being a new mom and coming um, you do everything for like our most a lot of the things of course with the help of your husband we could not do this without our husband mm-hmm. um, you kind of are doing everything and then you have to go back to work and you have to leave your baby mm-hmm. and you have to let go of control yeah <laughs> yes. so um, I guess what I want to ask you is, um, what, what's your best piece of advice after having been, been back at work? I've only been back three weeks. I think you've been back like four, five, six. Yes. Yeah. What's your best piece of advice for just letting go? Letting go. (laughs) Let's it. But it's hard. I so much anxiety going back to work. I was just like, oh, I'm going to miss her so much. Are people at home going to be able to take care of her as, as best as I can? Yeah. And the answer is yes, of course. She's going to be fine. Yeah. Um, I like the fact that there's all these different people taking care of her now, and she does fine with all of them. Yeah. Um, so I think, yeah, don't micromanage what's happening at home. Yeah. Um, I did that the first yeah. week I was back, but going back to work has probably been the best thing for my anxiety. I have, yeah. It has, like, I have some, but, like, not, yeah. like, I almost feel back to my normal self. Yeah. And I thought the opposite would happen. So it helped me totally let go, like, separating from the house was helpful. Yeah. I haven't done that yet. You know, interacting mm-hmm. with adults all day long was helpful, yeah. I think. Um, totally. So, yeah, you just, there, there are other ways to do things that are not your way. Yeah. Um, going back to the advice that our Aunt Jamie yeah. gave us. Oh, yeah. One thing she said was when your husband is changing the diaper yeah. or putting your baby in a swaddle yep. and they're not doing it the way that you did it, yeah. let them do it their way. Let them parent. Yeah, let them parent. Their way. And I I take that with when she was first born and when Paul does everything with Isla, but also with other caregivers yeah. too. It's so important. You know, Unless they're doing harm, but nobody yeah. is. Nobody so, is. We just all love her. Yeah. yeah. There are t- many ways to do it, and they're all fine. And, it's, and I, she's adapted. Totally, and it's probably healthier for her in the long run it is, to have yeah. different styles. Totally, that's yeah. a good good advice. Okay, um, I was sipping from, and I actually have it right here. I was sipping from my oh, John. Still have yeah, yours. I still have it. It's, it's oh my, my I did not take mine home. John Muir water bottle. It's yeah. like such a hospital water bottle. It's great though. Um, I oh, used I was it. Bringing back memories, right? Yeah. So this, I was like, I last night when I was thinking about our chat today, I was like, oh my god! I looked over my water bottle. I was drinking my water bottle, and I was like thinking about that moment in the hospital where I was drinking the same water bottle, and I was so scared. And I was one, I was not even twenty four hours into motherhood. I was like, oh my god, this is great! Like it was, it was so overwhelmed. 
with giving birth and the recovery and like the breast, like all of it, the breastfeeding. And so, and I was thinking to myself, okay, now the same water bottle is like on my nightstand and I've like gotten through all of this. And like, I almost wanted to like give myself credit for like, wow, like I made it like six months and still standing. My baby's happy and healthy and thriving. Um, And it just made me feel like it is such a journey. So if you could like, this water bottle inspired this question, but like, if you could like kind of look back with a bird's eye view on the last, um, on the last six months, like, you know, pre-mom becoming a mom, um, how would you say you've evolved as a person, you know, since becoming mm-hmm. a mom? Like, what have you learned, like, about embodying that you're, you're now a mom, you embody this identity, you've gone through this six months, like, yeah. like, how do you feel like you've evolved as a person? Um, I realized how much I have to give. Mm-hmm. Um, you become a selfless person when you have a kid. Yeah. Um, you realize how much you do that's really just not for you. Mm-hmm. But I've still feel like it's important to do your thing and like my thing is like I want to work out that day or yeah. you know every other day or something um I had like one of the hardest things for me was like becoming a mom was so hard mm-hmm. and again everyone prepared me for the pregnancy and the delivery right but nobody prepared me for when the baby comes home yeah and it's so hard just like the emotional changes that you go through the body changes that you go through the mom shame, what am I doing wrong? Mm-hmm. Googling at 2 a.m., texting you at 1, 3, 5, 7 when we're up feeding our babies. Yep, yeah. now. Um, <laughs> just the things, all the things that you purchase that you think you need. Um, I think I, I learned that, like, your mom intuition, your yeah. mom tuition is a thing. Yeah. Um, you're not doing anything wrong. Uh-huh. Um, everyone's learning. You're learning. The yeah. baby's learning. Yeah. The baby needs to adjust. The, I... I'm a big believer in the fourth trimester now. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're just, like, they were just in this warm, cozy place, and everything is so scary. Like, they're going to cry. Yeah. That's okay. Oof. You're offering them comfort. They're fed. They're happy. Their diapers changed, and they don't have a hair tourniquet on their yeah. finger. Oh, God, they're the hair okay. tourniquets. <laughs> yes. I still check for those every so day. Yeah. Um, yeah, just that, like, we, we can do it. Yeah. You know? Like, yes. we are, we can do it. And it's like amazing that we can, I don't know. Yeah. You know, when like everyone else goes through it and then this is how I felt on my wedding day. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, it's like, it's my turn. Like it's happening yes. to me. Like right now, like, is this yeah. how I thought I was going to feel? Yeah. And I remember feeling like, I don't really know. Yeah. And the same thing I felt like right after I, when I was in labor and then right after I had the baby, I was like, Oh, like this is ours now. This yeah. is our thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, just that like you can do it. Yeah. And there are going to be some really big lows. And yeah. I remember when I was in the lows, Googling how to get out of them. Yeah. Google doesn't have the answer, no. by the way. No. Um, but a lot of the time, the, ans- the the advice from Google, and that means other moms on threads, <laughs> yeah. uh, was it gets better with time. Yeah. And, like, it really does. It really does. Yeah. I didn't it think it was really ever going to get better. Like, well, what am I supposed to do right now that I'm yeah. in this yeah. trench? Tell yeah. me what to do Yeah, now. totally. You just got to, like, ride it out. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. So it, far, this is my favorite part of babyhood. Me too. Six months. Me too. It's been a way, really fun. And I think fun. it's only going to get better, yeah. which is so cool. Because they start getting, like, happy and smiling, yeah. and they become more, like, little people, and yeah. you're just, yeah. It, personalities. Yeah. yeah. And you totally. understand them more. Totally. Yeah. yeah. What about you? Well, what you're saying is, and I feel this how I feel, is just like it pushes you to new, it pushes you like in new ways, like to this, like these like depths of yourself that you didn't even know existed. Yes. Yeah. 
like the screaming in the pillow, like I got yes. through that, you know, yes. like I had feeling I was going to have a mental breakdown. I'm still standing. Yeah. And like, it just pushes you to love in this like deeper way that you had no idea that right. you were capable of doing. Yeah. And everyone says that and you're like, yeah, I yeah. guess you really just don't know it until yeah. like I expected that because people told me right. that that happens, but yeah, you don't know it really yeah. that feeling until it yeah, happens. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Which is pretty cool. Um, now I know why mom and dad were such warriors. Totally. I have way more compassion for them. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I, as you, as you touched on Google, I did write down what's the craziest thing you Googled okay. and, or silliest thing. You kind of already said your answer, but like what I remember one of my silly ones was like, this is so embarrassing, but, and I don't even, I don't even, maybe it's not that embarrassing, but I, for some reason we would keep, we wouldn't have Maddox sleep in like a little beanie, like the hospital beanie oh, yeah. for so long. And yeah. I remember Googling like, when should I have my baby stop sleeping in the beanie? And like, the answer, the, the answer is like, you should never yeah. <laughs> sleep in a beanie. Yeah. And I like, we, we literally did it. So he was like three months oh my old. Gosh, yeah. So funny. We did it early on too. Cause we thought it was, I mean, it was winter when it they was were cold. Born, so it was cold. Yeah. yeah. Once we get into like the 50s. So for sure. Um, I think that that's okay. That's not that yeah. embarrassing. Cause like, you don't know. You've never I don't know. Yeah. Do you have any, does anything come to mind? You I bought already... like a lot of swaddles in the middle of the night. Lots oh yeah. Of Amazon oh yeah. I bought so many things. Cause yeah. remember they were so small Yes. and nothing fit them, nothing and, fit them. and they just wanted to break out of everything. Yeah. I thought that if I got the perfect swaddle, yeah. that would solve all the yeah. sleeping. Yeah. Nothing solves the sleeping. Nothing solves the sleeping. Solves Great it. piece of advice. Yeah. Even the weighted eighty-five dollar no. swaddle that you no. bought, that the Shark Tank product that you <laughs> you <laughs> bought into it, it will not. And while it may work for your best friend, <laughs> totally. it's probably not going to work for you. Other ten swaddles didn't work. <laughs> oh my god, it's so true. Oh my god. Yeah, one product is not going to solve all your problems. It's, it's I learned oh that. my god. Yeah. yeah. Okay, is there any baby gear that you can't live without? Like, because I feel like as a new mom, you really do buy everything. Yeah. You're like, okay, oh, I'll yeah. get that swaddle, and I'll get that weighted thing, and I'll yeah. get, okay, I'll get this new, I'll get this. Like, what? I don't think every baby needs this new. Yeah. Um, I feel like the baby Bjorn carrier. Oh, such a good one. Yeah. The Erica baby. Still use it every yeah, day. Yeah. That, and we're gonna use that until they're like yeah. two or three. Okay, so baby that's Bjorn a carrier. must have. I used the Hakka a lot. That's a great must-have. Um, yeah. You didn't really have a, a big letdown. Like I, my nope. t-shirts in the beginning were always wet, and yeah. I didn't, re- I didn't learn that until a month in. Oh, I could catch that yeah. and then give it to her. Yeah. yeah, that was a big one. That's a good one. Um, I, the muslin swaddles we didn't use at all. No, and you kind of. I did. have, fi- I have like fifty. Yeah, don't I used two. Any of those. <laughs> um, the big ones. That's okay. Yeah. We use the Bobby a lot. Oh, the, the nursery chair, I okay. actually feel like is such <laughs> the a one that one. I bought. Yes. <laughs> and then you return like, yours? I, I returned I mine. actually spent more time in the nursery when she was first born than I thought I was. Yeah. And part of that's because we slept in the, the chair with her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because she wouldn't sleep anywhere else. Um, yeah. But having, and ours wasn't even that of like, the attic was from Target, you yeah. know? So I feel like having a nice chair yeah. that's more than just aesthetically pleasing yeah. is important. Yeah. Um, one that swivels. Yeah. Glides. And rocks. And refines. Yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> Don't get just a rocker. Yeah. yeah. So true. Oh, my God. Those are really good. I think I, think I would add... What was that one, the swaddle me that we had? We got oh, the, the preemie size, yeah, the Velcro. Like when I remember when I first brought Maddox home, I watched so many videos on how to swaddle. Yeah. I still don't know how to swaddle, but I used the Velcro one. And yeah. I think the Velcro's swaddle me one, it's, so easy. it was, it made my life so much easier. 
So I would say that was probably a can't live without. Okay. Oh, I oh. and our baby monitor. Oh, we really like our baby. Monitor. So true. I don't, you were I was you influenced. You don't need the the high tech. You don't need it. You don't need the internet one. No, you just or, yeah, need the Wi Fi one. You can a monitor that you could just carry around. With yeah, you. it's yeah. that's so true. I learned that the hard way after spending. Well, we we got yeah. yours too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mostly so I can micromanage yeah. what's happening at home, even though I'm not supposed to do that. <laughs> okay, well, we're gonna end on the three questions that I'm asking every mama. Um, in our heart to heart conversations, um, because it'll be so fun in, you know, years to come to look back at everyone's answers. So the first one of the three is what is one thing we've probably covered it on this conversation, but let's, let's bring it home. What is one thing that took you by a surprise or you feel like no one ever talked about that you learned was part of becoming a new mom? Okay. Yeah. I just touched on this. It was how hard it is, um, emotionally and physically being a new mom. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so all my friends who are not yet pregnant, yeah. text me at 2 a.m. Yeah. when you're up yes. and you're like, how do I manage this yeah. situation? Totally. Okay. Yeah. Good. Good what answer. I mean, same. Okay. It's way harder than I so ever, harder, yeah. ever could possibly imagine. Yeah. Um, but worth it. Like I feel oh, sometimes yeah. I feel so really weird. bad yeah. saying that it's hard. Like it's I don't want to be, I don't want to complain because it's so worth it. And I'm the one who inflicted this pregnancy on myself. Like, <laughs> so like, I never want to feel like it's a complaint. I just want to be like honest yes. that, you know, it, of all the amazing highs, there's the lows too. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So th- this question is like, take yourself back to the early days of your first baby. So obviously like take yourself back a few months. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you could give yourself one piece of advice to that like very early first time mom version of you, what would it be? That I'm doing everything right. Um, yeah, the mom guilt and the mom shame, like so quickly I got it. Mostly because like she'd be crying and I didn't know what would be wrong. Yeah. Um, or I couldn't get her to sleep. But yeah, just that I was doing everything right and we're just learning each other like day by day. Yeah. I remember like one night we like I was crying on the edge of the bed mm-hmm. and like Paul was there comforting me and like having a partner or somebody to just go through it with that yeah. like is supportive was so helpful oh, too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, don't let mom guilt take over. Yeah. And like rob you of your joy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah because you become so obsessed with things mm-hmm. that you forget to enjoy the moment yes. sometimes. And I feel like I, I was able to step back and like, I, I enjoyed a lot of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's really easy to be consumed and be like, oh, like my baby's only a newborn for 12 yeah. weeks yeah. and that's over now. Yeah. And yeah, so yeah, I think, I think we're there though. Yeah, now. totally. Definitely. Like totally. I'm fully enjoying every second. Totally. It takes a while to get there for some, but yeah. it's, yeah, I agree. Okay. Last question. If you could sum up motherhood in one word or phrase, what would it be? I think roller coaster, right? Like yeah. we just talked about all the good. That's good. Yeah. That's a and good I answer. Paul and I, somebody asked us over Christmas, um, that exact question. Can you sum up parenthood? And, and we both said, I think we both said roller coaster. Yeah. It's a, it's a solid word. Oh, no, and I answer. said overwhelming. He yeah. said roller coaster, it's, yeah. which is kind of the same thing. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. What's yours? Um, uh, I mean, overwhelming is probably yeah, what I would say. Yeah. Overwhelming. Um, and I think that answer might change like the different chapters that we enter or maybe Mm -hmm. not, but, um, yeah, I would say like the first six months, like, or like at least the first 
part is just like there's especially your first time it's just all overwhelming everything's yeah. new and I think it's the newness factor it's like yeah. it's not hard because like you're tired it gets hard because you're tired but that's not why it's hard it's hard yeah. because it's so new and yeah. you just don't know how to navigate it totally because there's while there are thousands of books on it yeah there's no book that's going to guide you with your specific yeah. child so yeah so. I, I look back on on maternity leave like and how how easy it actually was yeah Isla would just sleep on my chest for two hours yeah. and I would watch Netflix. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I was always so jealous that she yeah, would do no, that. Was, yeah. I I'm like, that was so pleasant. Yeah. Like, and then but the in the moment, yeah. Like, oh man, like I can't even like, I can't go, yeah. I can't vacuum the floor because yeah. she's attached to me. But like, <laughs> oh my God, how good did I have it? Yeah. Now like then if next time I'm on maternity leave, yeah. I'm going to have Isla running around. So like there's yeah. going to be no relaxation yeah. next yeah. time. And I think like, even if someone told us that before we had, the baby, yeah, which would, I'm sure someone that. did enjoy it. Like, I'm right. sure Jamie told us that, right. like, newborn stage isn't the best. Like, you just, yeah. your first time, you just yeah. don't know. And you have to live the experience yeah. um, to, to get it. And then, yeah. yeah. Okay. I cannot believe we've almost talking an hour. Is that how long? <laughs> yeah, 56 minutes. Yeah. Um, I'm so grateful that you would do this with me. Of course. And even more grateful that we've been together through this journey every step of the I way. Know. How lucky are we? We're man. so lucky. Um, and I just love you so much. I love you too, sis. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Okay, guys. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you soon on another episode of Mama to Mamas. Bye. <laughs>